Hey, this is Coach Freddie here, inspiring people to do things that inspire them, and welcome to the I Have for Evolution, where we'll be discussing the benefits of growing and using industrial hemp for people, planet, and profit. Conversations about the history, legalization, farming, harvesting, processing, building, manufacturing, investing, and how industrial hemp can benefit people's lives, heal the planet, and how it can be used to make thousands of products and boost the economy and business. So, are you ready to join the iHemp revolution? Hey, it's Coach Freddie here, and I'm sitting here with Doug Fine, and he's been an advocate of industrial hemp for many many years written a, a lot of books and we're here at the AIA conference in Denver Colorado Doug how you doing hey Freddie it's great to be here with you I'm having a blast uh, the last few days I've been in town uh, realizing how many bosom buddies I have in the uh, hemp cannabis community north of my own state of New Mexico here in Colorado uh, while filming my uh, hemp television series called growing season um, so uh, that, that's always a blast. Any any time we're out, uh, cameras rolling, I, I have a, a good time. And then the other big news here for me is uh, around my wrist. You see this fiber. This is uh, I've got 23 acres in the ground in Vermont, a three-family group in Vermont, and we're I'm heading right to harvest after this. So I'm in it, baby. Fantastic. In in Vermont. In Vermont, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I met some great people up there uh, in Vermont, and Vermont is probably one of the most advanced state for growing hemp. I would agree. I would agree that along with Colorado and a few others, um, as of these last few moments before commercial, uh, full commercial legalization of hemp, and we're still operating on the federal level under a research provision, um, uh, Vermont is among the top tier of states, uh, mainly through just letting farmers uh, uh, do it to the fullest extent of the law. I'm very uh, grateful for Vermont's support. Well, that's awesome. So you've written a couple books here. What's your, what's your last book, the latest book? So, um, um, briefly running through the, a scan of, uh, of recent ones because they're relevant to the panel uh, we're doing here tomorrow on regenerative agriculture here at the Hemp Industries Association Conference. Um, 2008, I wrote a book called Farewell My Subaru um, about uh, living in southern New Mexico, driving on vegetable oil, milking goats, living on solar power, still do all those things. That's the core of my life, a regenerative life. My sweetheart says no plastic junk. Well, at least no petroleum plastic. You and I both, I see here, have plastic hemp plastic pens, which yes, is fantastic. Yes. Green spring technology. So um, everything for me, every decision, Freddie, is about regenerative. Uh, it, you know, is it going to work for long-term humanity or not? There's no, well, for a little while, we'll try and compromise on this and that just until we get to the... There's no more. We're in the ninth inning. So then moving to Cannabis, Too High to Fail is a book I wrote re researching uh, psychoactive cannabis with a uh, uh, cooperative model and taxpaying farmers uh, locally supported in Northern California's Emerald Triangle. Um, regenerative was the name of the game and Locavore up there. And uh, from there, it's been hemp uh, side of it, which the two sides are blending. Um, I don't want to ramble on too long. I don't think we'll be talking about delineation based on THC. We're probably talking about final product um, mm -hmm. and whether or not it's psychoactive in the, in, in the future for a lot of reason. The hemp, the, the plant, the cannabis plant wants all of its components. Anyway, long story short, uh, hemp bound um, is a model, a blueprint for how we can launch regeneratively and a postscript to it is the hemp printed first legal harvest monograph that sort of talks about the first legal seasons of uh, hemp. And now it's the TV show growing season and dang, the Vermont Three Family Hemp Project. We're called the Family Green in Vermont. Fantastic. Yeah, uh, I didn't get a chance to go up to, to uh, Vermont on my hemp road show 
uh, this past three months, but uh, uh, I want to go up there next year for sure. You're invited to our place anytime. All right. Well, These are nice people. Right. Good. So one question for you here. You travel all around. you got these shows going and everything else. Uh, what is the one thing that you want to take away from this conference in uh, Colorado here? I'll try to limit it to one. Um, there's so, so many priorities. These days I, I'll, I try to answer a big picture. Um, first, big picture is the most robust possible emergence of the industry, especially vis-a-vis -vis small farmers, so we can get the 1% of Americans who are farmers back closer to the 90% in... Um, in um, sorry, waving to a friend. Um, <laughs> in, uh, in in Thomas Jefferson's day, and 30% when cannabis prohibition started, and we need farmers uh, because soil climate, uh, soil carbon uh, uh, sequestering is the number one possibility for climate change mitigation. In my view, that's big picture. Smaller picture, um, or at least speaking more personally, I, I am now a hemp farmer. My family and two other families' livelihood depends upon. Uh, we we we've been blessed by whatever your word for the divine is with a robust, gorgeous crop. If folks want to check my Twitter account, I post a lot of photos and lots of everything and um, so now we're hoping that we can market research it because um, it's market research under federal law right now successfully research that market um, for all of our um, seeds flowers materials protein cake everything for your human and livestock uh, well wellness needs from three Vermont families so I'm actually here as a farmer trying to spread the word about the family green in Vermont fantastic well, Doug, thank you very much for being a guest on the IAM Revolution podcast. Freddie, God bless you for, for uh, documenting all this. You are doing such a fantastic job. Every time I see your face, I smile, and I'm honored to talk with you. <laughs> thank you very much. Hey, it's Coach Freddie here, and I'm here with uh, Morgan Leach. He's from uh, West Virginia. We've been trying to get a hold of each other for quite a while now, but uh, Morgan, uh, how are you doing? We're here at the uh, HIA conference here in Denver, Colorado, right? Absolutely, yeah, we're doing great, and it's uh, good to catch back up here. We've been pretty busy in West Virginia. We had nine farmers this year farming hemp legally for the first time since World War II. Grew about eight acres and uh, looking to expand for next year. Well, that's super duper. So, uh, also, too, uh, you had a farm yourself, right? Yes, sir. And how many acres did you plant? Uh, we did a relatively small crop. We we're about a half an acre. Half an acre, uh, okay. But, uh, you know, more, you know, towards, you know, getting getting our feet wet with this, getting through all the legal regulatory hurdles, getting the seed into the state, um, and then we did have a successful planting and harvest. So, we did, you know. As good as we could do for our first year. There you go. Well, everybody struggles the first year, and next year it'll be twice as good, and and hopefully a, a lot more acreage there. We hope so. Yeah. Well, I'm. Um, you know, uh, I go to Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania a lot, so I'm. Um, you know, I'm just down down the street from you guys. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, uh, tell us what else you're doing there. I, I, you're running for office, or what? What are you running? For? Right. I'm. I'm running for House of Delegates because I really just saw an opportunity for West Virginia to start are taking positive uh, steps toward diversifying our economy. We've seen a decline in energy economy uh, because of you know, environmental regulations, and so really, you know, this provides a great opportunity for us to say, hey, we're going to diversify into agriculture. We're going to bring in new agricultural industries. We're going to innovate the way that West Virginia has done agriculture in the past and bring in a new cash crop to help farmers make money. Yeah, and not only that, 
uh, you'll produce other mini industries all around supporting those farmers, right? Absolutely, and you know our, our hemp farming cooperative, we are a public benefit corporation. We are really looking to make an impact in the communities that really need it. So our focus is on creating jobs for women, veterans, displaced coal miners, people struggling with substance abuse, uh, really trying to make an impact on West Virginia's economy and on, on West Virginia's people. That's super, super. And so, yeah, I, I, uh, I'll support you 100% there and try to get you. We need more people like yourself, young guys like yourself, that uh, want to do the right thing for their community. Absolutely. Well, uh, thanks very much, uh, Morton, for being a guest on the iHemp Revolution. Well, thank you, Coach Freddie. Hey, it's Coach Freddie here. I'm here with Morris Beagle, and we're at the uh, HIA conference in Denver, Colorado. Morris, how you doing? I'm doing good, Coach. How you doing, bud? Man, I'm just doing fine. Good to be here. Back in Colorado after traveling around the United States here. <laughs> hey, you've been on the road quite a bit. Yes, I have, yeah. Spreading the good word. Well, you know, we're all doing our little bit. Do I, we all have parts to play, and if we all play them, I think that things are going to be just fine for everybody. Yeah. So, uh, Morris, tell us a little bit about your business uh, here in Colorado. Okay, well, we have Colorado Hemp Company that's really kind of the umbrella for uh, our events and printing and marketing side of things. We have treefreehemp.com, which is a hemp paper and printing site. So we actually make hemp paper and then we print hemp paper, business cards, posters, uh, brochures, booklets, program guides, marketing collateral. Um, we're in the process of developing a homegrown Colorado hand batch specialty paper that okay. we hope to have out by the end of this year. Wonderful. Great. So, and it'll be a, a little bit higher price point. Um, again, specialty homegrown right here in Colorado. Okay. Right. And it'll be like the first domestic paper brand for the right. U.S. that's been launched, so oh, well, we're excited great. about that. Oh, yeah. That's, and then that's the event side of things, we've been really busy this year with events. I mean, yes. we put on the NOCO Hemp Expo. Right, I was there, yeah. Um, we did a thing called Hemp on the Slope mm -hmm. up in uh, Colburn, yeah. on the Western Slope. We had a really good turnout for that. Okay, cool. Uh, you know, the hemp road trip was out there. Yeah, Rick, He was yeah, sleeping was on top of the bus. Exactly. We got a great <laughs> photo of Rick on top of the bus at <laughs> 6.30 in the morning. Um, and then... We did a, a Rise Festival. We put up a NOCO Hemp Village. Had okay. a, a nice tent. We had like 15 companies under there. And Wonderful. That's great. And we've got a hemp harvest party here in a couple weeks, the middle of October that we're doing. Okay. And then a San Luis Valley Hemp Symposium at Adams State University on November 5th, which will be kind of a mini NOCO. We'll have speakers, panels, educational side, and then we'll have a little expo side to it as well. Okay. Well, that's really great. Yeah, you're really busy, I see. <laughs> yeah, you know, I... I as we said, you know, we all got to do our little part and, you know, putting on these events and getting people under the same roof so they can network and talk business or consumers can find out, you know, more about the product and your farmers find out, hey, you know, is this a viable crop for us to to look at? Yeah. You know, if we're interested, how do we get seed and, you know, what can we expect as far as selling our crop? Yeah. So I know you, you have a little booth down here, and uh, so let me ask you a question, Morris. Um, you put on events, and you're at this event. 
Uh, what is the one thing that you want to take away from this event with HIA uh, conference? Um, you know, I, coming to these events, this is a bit more strictly business oriented than the NOCO and some of the stuff we do because there's, you know, there's a little bit more consumer-driven side to it, where this is just the business side. What I want to take away from it is that the industry, you know, is uniting, you know, under the common message that we're agreeing on how to move this industry forward. Um, that we're fine with not agreeing on everything, but we're, it's not going to divide us. You know, we're here to, you know, work through our issues and, and how to navigate so we move this industry forward and if we can all do that together without bickering and hating on each other too much I, that's the goal yeah I right. mean that's what I'd like to see happen I mean and when you get a whole bunch of people underneath the same roof and they've been at it for either 30 years or three months um, people just have different ideas of how things should happen so hopefully we work through it together and you know, move in the in the right direction. Okay, well, great, Morris. Thanks for being a, another guest on the <laughs> I Hemp Revolution podcast. All right, uh, thank you for having me. I appreciate it, Coach. Hey, it's Coach Freddie here, and I'm with Pamela Orth uh, with Historical Botanicals. We're here at the HIA conference in Denver, Colorado. And uh, how are you doing, Pamela? Wonderful. How about yourself? I'm just doing fantastic. So tell me a little bit about your business here, and uh, what do you do? We're a local grown company. We are um, operating out of Longmont, Colorado. So although I travel all across the United States, being CBD hemp, I can sell anywhere in the United States. Our goal is to produce nutraceuticals, things that are uh, healthy, beneficial, tasty, fun to apply. Okay. So tell me for uh, all ages. All right. So tell me about uh, your your best product or your number one product that you produce. We have a couple number one products. Okay. One would be um, our Pure Line. Okay. So we have a Pure and a Pure Six, which is six times the um, the efficacy. So we're talking something that can give clarity. It's, as you know, we can't say that it does anything, but um, what it, we found from the people who um, used our product that has offered clarity for people who were um, having anxiety or um, any of the issues that you might have Adderall, they're now take, using our product. We found that um, the pure product also helps relieve inflammation, and so that's another wonderful area that... You know, we all have it. The minute you're born, you have inflammation, and then everything else, all the toxins hit you daily, constantly, whether it's uh, radiation or a sound vibration, anything. So you just okay. can't get away from it. Well, cool. So how long have you been doing this? So Bernie Perry founded the company a year and a half ago. Okay. And so we really took off uh, and running last year, September, and then our first trade show was the Indo Expo okay. here in Denver this last January, and it's just been amazing since then. The people want to be educated with a healthy product, and it's been wonderful to work with it. everyone. It's just amazing. Well, tell me, uh, what is the one thing that you want to take away from this conference, this uh, next two days? I want to learn. 
there's so much to learn. I, I, I can't answer that. Every time I talk to someone that's new, that's a good answer. You oh, learn. yeah, there's a lot to be learned. So much, and I want. I, I would like to walk away knowing that I'm a great uh, representative um, for him. Well, great. Definitely. Well, good. Well, Pamela, thank you for being a guest on the IHAM. Thank you so much for having me. Okay, you're welcome. Hey, this is Coach Freddie, and I'm here with Preston Whitfield at the HIA convention. So uh, he's with CBDRX. So how are you doing, Preston? Doing great. Enjoying the convention, uh, the networking going on, the connections being made. It's awesome. No, it's great. So tell us about CBDRX and what's your function there. Uh, CBDRX, uh, we were the first USDA certified organic uh, hemp farm in the United States. Um, and then we are, we have a focus on CBDs, but also even beyond that is the full cannabinoid profile within the hemp plant itself. Um, so more than CBD is just how wide of a spectrum of the cannabinoid can we get within the plant and how much can we show on that so that you're getting the full entourage effect from the hemp plant as much as possible. Okay, and where are you located at? Longmont, Colorado is uh, where our base is, where our farm and our processing and shipping and receiving facilities okay. are. And um, so and your title is? I am the director of sales. Director of sales. And how many people working out there? We have about 30. 30. Oh, wow. At this conference here, personally, what do you hope to get out of this conference? So, I mean, one of the things that we're looking for is really just sharing uh, the knowledge that we've gained to this point about how we've gotten to here, and then also making connections throughout the hemp industry so that we can uh, evolve and move forward uh, with the hemp industry. So, um, one of the nice things about this is we're learning about, you know, some of the future potentials in the hemp industry and connecting with those people who are making it happen. Um, so, a net great network working opportunity for us and uh, great potential future growth into other sectors of the hemp market itself. Yeah, And you were one of the speakers here also too, right? Yes, sir. Yeah. And what was your topic there? Uh, is uh, talking about the hemp market and where it exists today and where we see it going. Okay. Um, so exactly what I said, uh, we're here to, you know, even looking at those networking abilities. Uh, so discussing the nature of where, like uh, from my perspective uh, on the panel, I will be, you know, representing the CBD market specifically uh, and seeing the trends of what's going on and uh, how I see the future growth of that. And as a quick little uh, insight into where I see the growth of the CBD market going, um, I would see that we are um, we're on a curve of education that kind of right now is flexing quite like a wa the waves in the ocean, little ups and little downs, but steadily flowing up. And the more that we see increased education, the more and more volume that we're going to see coming because people are going to understand the replacement value of all cannabinoids, but more so CBD and how it can interact in their daily lives and be replacements for things such as Advil um, and many, many other products that are pain relief and uh, uh, anti-inflammatories. Well, I want to thank you very much for for being a guest on the I Hamper Revolution podcast. Brother Freddie, we appreciate you. Hey, this is Coach Freddie here. I'm with Tim Gordon with uh, CBDRX. How you doing, Tim? Good, Coach. How are things with you? Oh, fantastic. Awesome. So tell us a little bit about what's going on at CBDRX. Yeah, well, we're just getting uh, finished our harvest. And uh, we're actually getting ready to start out some uh, new expansion. CBDRX is uh, uh, going to expand into year-round growing. 
We're going to start the beginning of a five-acre greenhouse build-out process. Where we're going to be able to yearly produce around 120,000 pounds per year just in a greenhouse in a very controlled environment, plus our large-scale farming capabilities. You've been hiring a bunch of people I hear, too. Yeah, we brought in some new sales staff and new operational staff and did some restructuring and, and uh, you know, started with the, with the new vision, CBDRX 2.0, I call it, just bringing uh, some more uh, sustainability and long-term factors into the company for, for long-term success. So. Okay, well, that sounds great then. So uh, you're up in, is it Longmont? Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, our research and development facilities in Longmont. Um, we also have a big farm down in Pueblo County, okay. and uh, we also have a farm over in Kentucky, and outside of, outside of Hopkinsville, Kentucky. Okay. I was out that area earlier this year. Yeah, with Bowling Green out yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Western Kentucky there. Yeah. Cool. Great area. So you, you have how many acres do you have out there? 65. That's quite a few acres. Yeah, it's pretty good for our, you know, for the, for, for the kind of hemp that I grow. That's you know really cannabinoid rich and stuff. It's not, uh, it's not like you would see like traditional tall hemp fields. Ours are more uh, shorter plants mm -hmm. that are more cannabinoid rich. So we kind of grow a little differently. Okay. So what's in the near future for CBDRX? What do you see? I think uh, in the near future we're going to we're expanding our international capabilities. Um, with, a, with some new clients in the UK, new clients down in Brazil, and uh, we're actually uh, launching some, uh, some new product lines. What is your number one product on your list, would you say? Uh, number one product is probably our lipid extracted uh, hemp products, which is uh, you know completely organic hemp that we grow into uh, organic coconut oil, um, and then uh, either peeled in a vegan capsule or folks use it topically, but it's by far one of the best-selling products we've made. Okay, well, great. Well, thanks, Tim. Yep. Thanks, Coach. Hey, this is Coach Freddie here, and I'm here with Rick Krantz uh, with the Tahoe Hemp Company. And we're at the uh, HIA conference in Denver, Colorado here. And uh, Rick, how you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on there, Freddie. Yeah, Coach Freddie. Yeah, uh, so um, tell me a little bit about your business, how long you've been in there in business, and what do you do? So I'm a retailer. Um, I've been in business since October 19th, 1999. Um, got the idea to start selling the hemp products when I met Jack Herrera and his crew back in the day on the beach, Venice Beach, California. Um, I thought I knew a little bit about hemp back in the day, but those guys really took me to school on it. and really kind of uh, they just uh, they brought this kind of conspiracy up in front to me and I just knew like I just felt like I had to do a change as soon as I met this man and read part of his book and learned these these things about hemp in our history really it was all related to our history and I was really upset that I never learned any of this in school or anything you know like, you know I'm fairly well educated but uh, and I even have farmers in my family only one generation behind me. My grandparents had a farm in Minnesota, and it, it took me almost to the day my grandma passed on to, for her to finally figure out what hemp really was, and and or remember what it really was is more like I, what I should say because she was under the impression that hemp was weed and pot and everything, and so I overcame a lot in the in the late 90s and there in 2000. There was still a huge stigma on it that that THC. Was, well, it was, was hemp, or it was all related. It was all the same. People didn't know the difference between hemp and pot, and it was no one accepted it hardly as much as like. I mean, we're in 2016 now, and it's the the road is the road has been paved, and I 
I'll get back to Jack Herrera one more time and I'll leave that alone. But like that guy, he laid down the foundation and the roads have been paved after and it's great. We gotta we gotta maintain him now. Yeah. He's gone, but he really brought a lot of lot of stuff to the to the forefront and people learning. I mean I have I have people every day that will mention his name and that they read The Emperor Wears No Clothes and that's what got them into it and that, yeah. And enough about that, but that that really did get me into it. And it, it, after I met him, literally moments afterwards, I came up with the idea to do my store, my hemp store, and I created Tahoe Hemp Company. So you're up in Lake Tahoe, South Lake Tahoe, California. Okay. Um, we're on the main street. If you're if you're familiar with Tahoe at all, it's yeah. right there. It's a, it's great. We're near Heavenly Valley Ski Resort. Yeah. Okay. Locally known as Hempenly. Okay. Hempenly, <laughs> I like it. I love it. <laughs> so, uh, what is you know what what is your your products that you sell there at your store? Um, it's not a massive store, but it's a it's a it's about 750 square feet, and uh, the whole front end is dedicated to men's and women's hemp fashion. Okay. Um, we premiere a few different products: Young Maven, Hemp Hoodlam, Nomads Hempwear, Satori Hemp Movement, Hempies. Okay. Um, don't want to leave anyone out, so I might come back to that. But that's our clothing, and then we have a ton of uh, hemp twine from hemp traders, uh, some hemp yarn, a lot of hemp, locally made hemp products, as far as. Uh, necklaces, bracelets, jewelry, and stuff like that. So uh, okay. we have a whole section of that. Raw hemp fiber, like I said, if you want to get into the crafting. Tons of bath and body products. We feature Earthly Body. They're out of okay. Chatsworth, California. Awesome line of lotions and stuff. As well as a few others, the Wonder Seed, Dr. Bronner's. They've been a huge part ever since I started. Uh, other products... It's kind of a hybrid store, so we do actually have like a whole section in the back where we offer anyone that's into uh, smoking accessories, you know, we'll supply that with them too. We have a whole high end of hand-blown glass from some amazing artists that are local too. So we okay. keep a lot of local stuff in there. Um, our shirts, t-shirt-wise, you know, we came out with the logo back in the day, kind of really pushing that. And, um, cool. So, yeah. so it looks like you have a pretty a pretty nice store. You've been established for a long time. Let me ask a question here. Uh, you're here at the convention. What is the one thing that you want to take away from this? That's a great question. I actually formulated uh, three things. And the, let's see how my memory is. <laughs> um, one of them was definitely to source out a possible CBD hemp product that I can sell proudly and very much assured that I know where it came from. And it was great. I got to see uh, the farm yesterday, the farm tour. So we were checking out plants that were grown and harvested here in Colorado. First organic, organically approved and certified okay. CBRX. Is there oh, yeah. So I've met them and I've definitely reconnected with others. Like, like you said, I've been in the industry in a long time. In the last three years, I've been really perplexed about the CBD hemp oil phenomenon right. that's emerging. So, and I didn't want to get right into it. Uh, I feel like, you know, got to do my due diligence to get the proper products to my people. So that was one, that was definitely a huge thing. 
another one was kind of funny. We when you when you first met me, we were over there looking at those uh, all the hemp plastic and everything, and I uh, definitely got get myself some hemp pens and a hemp name tag. Oh yeah. For my desktop, you know, and I saw that on uh, online the other day. And the cool thing is, social media brings it all together as well as a conference like this. I saw a guy, and then you know we were just kind of chilling at the bar, and I met him, and I said, "You're the guy with the hemp pens and the name tag." He was like third on my list. So I went from first to third, second. I'm still having trouble remember, remembering that one. And it was a, actually it was a great thing. It was a, it was another connection of mine. And I've been doing business with them forever, Hemp Traders. And it was Larry. He's the president, Larry Sirvin, president of the HIA organization. And he's been involved in the awesome hex, hemp textiles industry forever. And being living in Tahoe, I, there's a few products I've wanted to develop over the years. Cool. And uh, yeah, it's a hemp beanie. It sounds okay. so simple, but man, simplicity oh, yeah. sometimes yeah. is the best thing. And like I, I gave you a lip balm earlier, I think, and I, I've been giving out these. My lip balm is one of the best products I've ever started and made, and it's a American-made hemp oil product from Iowa. God bless my grandparents. That's where they are from. I want to thank you for being a guest on the iHemp Revolution podcast. Thanks a lot, uh, Rick. All right, and Coach Freddie, thank you very much. You're welcome. Appreciate it. I want to thank our listeners for tuning in today and make sure that you subscribe to the iHemp Revolution podcast on iTunes or Stitcher Radio. Give us a review and follow us on facebook.com forward slash iHempRevolution. Like us and then tell your friends. Help us spread the word about how using industrial hemp can benefit people, heal the planet, and provide long-term profit. This is your host. Coach Freddie, inspiring people to do things that inspire them, and thanks for joining the iHemp Revolution.